Gregorian chant, the soul of sacred music, and the body of the music you'll hear on our program, Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AMA 20 and streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. When we speak of giving up something for Lent, I suspect the vast majority of people think of bodily cravings, a favorite food or beverage, or perhaps some physically pleasurable activity. Recently, the thought struck me that for a broader, more positive perspective on Lenten mortifications, why not explore the things we're often exhorted to give the Church? A portion of our time, our talent, and our treasure. That thought led me to search for saints we might associate with these three elements, and I found them on the USCCB's list of saints for the Lenten season. For the element of time, I selected St. Domenico Savio, born in the 1800s in the Italian village of Riva. I chose Dominic because he had so precious little time to reveal his saintliness. He led an extraordinarily spiritual life and died at age 15. At that time, the youngest non-martyr ever canonized in the history of the Catholic Church. What was so unusual about Dominic's spirituality? Well, how many other kids do you know who attend Mass daily and, in fact, serve Mass at the age of five? Often when Dominic got to church early and the doors were locked, the village priest would find him waiting outside, on his knees praying, even in the mud or snow. Dominic is the patron of choir boys, juvenile delinquents, and people falsely accused. Why the falsely accused? One day, in the absence of the priest, two of Dominic's classmates stuffed the schoolroom heating stove with snow and rubbish as a prank. Fearing expulsion, they blamed Dominic. The priest in charge soundly scolded Dominic in front of the class, and Dominic silently bore this injustice. The following day, the true culprits were discovered. When asked why he had remained silent, Dominic replied that he thought he would get just a scolding, whereas the pranksters might have been expelled. He then cited Christ, who remained silent when he was falsely accused.
You're listening to Sacred Soundings, a production of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. You just heard, Truly he hath taken our weaknesses upon himself. We adore thee, Christ, and Divine Physician. From the CD providing all the music on today's program, Lent at Ephesus, by the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles. The saint I chose as epitomizing talent is St. Peter Damien, born in 1007 into a large family in Ravenna, Italy, of parents described as noble but poor. Peter suffered brutal hardships as a child, even as an infant. An older brother resented Peter's birth as adding a heavy burden to the family's meager resources, and he complained so fiercely to their mother that she stopped nursing the newborn, and he nearly died. Later, as an orphaned child, he was adopted by a brother who ill-treated and underfed him while employing him as a swineherd. Despite this grim childhood, Peter's love of Christ and the Catholic Church and his astounding array of God-given talents propelled him to unparalleled achievements. He was the most prolific writer of the 11th century. He incredibly combined life as a hermit with a highly visible life as a teacher, a pastor, a Benedictine reformer, and a widely respected mediator. Frequently called upon to resolve issues and mediate between contending parties, whether high-ranking churchmen, monks, or laypeople. He was named a cardinal, and one day would be declared a doctor of the church. Indicative of Peter Damien's deep humility and his freedom from all ambition, in his later life he renounced the title and prestige of cardinal, so as not to distance himself from his solitude as a hermit, the cell of his hidden existence in Christ.
Jesus, Savior of the world, God of mercy and compassion, and Hebrew children carrying olive branches. By the Benedictus of Mary, Queen of Apostles. My choice of saint to represent wealth, St. Catherine Drexel, born into an affluent Philadelphia family in 1858. Catherine and her two sisters grew up in a loving home atmosphere permeated by deep faith. Although they enjoyed all the comforts and privileges of wealth, they were taught by word and example that wealth was meant to be shared with those in need. Two afternoons a week, the family opened the doors of their home to provide the poor with food, clothing, and rent assistance. Once, when the family traveled to the western states, Catherine saw the plight and destitution of the Native Americans and wanted to do something to help. Later, in a private audience with Pope Leo XIII, the Drexel sisters asked him for missionaries to staff some Indian missions that the family had been financing. To their surprise, the Pope suggested that Catherine, then a young woman, become a missionary herself. Shortly thereafter, she gave up her life of privilege to give herself totally to God. She entered the Sisters of Mercy Convent in Pittsburgh, and just a few years later, Catherine became the first of the Sisters of the Blessed Sacrament, the order she founded that today serves Native and African Americans around the country, and the poorest of the poor, and other parts of the world. Catherine Drexel was the first canonized saint to have been born an American citizen.
Jesus, my love, and my mercy, by the Benedictus of Mary, Queen of Apostles. Time, talent, treasure. A youngster who devoted most of his brief life to drawing closer to God. A remarkably gifted priest who gave up the honors and robes of a cardinal to live more like Christ as a hermit. A woman who gave up her privileged life as an heiress and socialite to serve the poor. You meet some really interesting people during Lent. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Join us Wednesdays at noon and Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. for more Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure.